Hey, this is Pastor Hubbard. I'm the pastor of Connecting Fellowship and welcome to Life on the Ship. Thank you for joining us. I pray this sermonic discussion inspires you and empowers you to connect with the true and living God. Enjoy the message. Come on and give God a great big hand of praise. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Give me a little more volume here. Come on and grab your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter number three. Proverbs chapter number three. If you've been in church any length of time, I'm going to lift up a very familiar passage of scripture. One that I encourage you certainly to uh, remember by heart to, because it would do your spiritual body and your physical mind good. Amen. Proverbs chapter number three. I want to break right in and begin at verse number five and number six, where the word of God says from the New International Version of the Scriptures, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I could stop right there. You can be seated. Go ahead. You can sit down. That's good. I'm going to stop right there. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I want to talk for a few minutes from this idea of God that can be trusted. A God that can be trusted trusted. I want to leave you with three points. First of all, I want you to know that God is able to be trusted. That's point number one. Point number two is God is able to be trusted. And we're going to go home on this one right here. God is still able to be trusted. Would you just touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, God can be trusted. Father, bless these next few moments. It's my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Dr. Mark Dean Haywood's message to the church on church anniversary was simply these words. He is able. Did y'all hear that? That he is able. This reminder of the ableness of God sparked a tremendous fire within me because whether you believe it or not, life, living, and labor can be problematic. I said life, living, and labor can and will be difficult. I wish I had at least one witness. Life can be tough at times. Financial crisis, health crisis, relationship crises, marriage and family crisis, employment crisis, career crisis. And if you're not careful, your life will mirror Thomas uh, Durer phrase work, old MacDonald. 
the refrain wrote, Old MacDonald had a farm. E-I. E-I-O. And on his farm, he had a cow. E-I. E-I-O. With a moo-moo here and a moo-moo there. Here's a moo, there's a moo, everywhere it's a moo-moo. Old MacDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And instead of old MacDonald's rhyme, you ought to be able to insert your own name right there. To say, I had a problem. E-I-E-I-O. And with my problem came some more problems. E-I-E-I-O. With a problem here and a problem there. Here's a problem. There's a problem everywhere else. A problem, problem. I had a problem. E-I-E-I-O. Yes, my brothers and my sisters, life can be problematic. But I've come by to encourage somebody that the problems of our lives don't have to clog the wheels of our progress. Y'all going to make me work hard today. I say we can overcome our struggles. We can bounce back from our setbacks. We can stop living in fear. We can stop being the victim and become a victor. Who am I talking to today? We, we can reach our full potential. We can rise like cream to the top. We can love again. We can have joy again. We can smile again. And my brothers and sisters, we can overcome. I found a way out. <laughs> and I want to show you how to overcome your problems so that you can stop singing sad nursery rhymes and start seeing the ableness of God. Because when you see the ableness of God, your fate will become unshakable. You see, you, when you see the ableness of God, you see, you'll start seeing God to be trustworthy. You'll start seeing uh, that he's worthy of your confidence, that he is worthy of your fate. And our text, Solomon, the third king of Israel, wants us to know that the Lord is able. I said he's able. Historians tell us that Solomon was praised for his wisdom because he was a man known for having understanding. The question is, how did he become the second wisest man ever to walk this planet? I've come by to tell you that he prayed for wisdom. And he prayed for understanding. And the good news is God granted it to him. Did y'all hear what I just said? Somebody should have shouted. I said he prayed for wisdom and he prayed for understanding. And the good news is God granted it to him. Solomon was a man wrapped in humanity, but in touch with the divine. And I'm about to shout my own self happy today because all of us are wrapped up and tied up and tangled up in our humanity. But our humanity can't keep us from being in touch with the divine. We can call God and the good news is God will hear our feeble cry and he will answer by and by. Whatever you need, God is able to supply. Can I get a witness here? So Solomon begins by saying, put your trust in God. When hurtful events come into your life and you can't see your past, can't see past the pain, put your trust in, in the Lord. One of the reasons we may find it difficult 
to trust God is because we have a distorted view of who God is. I said we got a distorted view. Our makeup, our view, our glimpses of God are not healthy. And we cannot trust God if we have an unhealthy view of who God is. Truth of the matter is most folks believe in God superficially. Did y'all hear what I just said? I said most folk believe in God superficially. You might ask me, how do we know that most folk believe in God superficially? We know because of their actions and their behavior. Baylor University in 2020 conducted a study about God's character and his behavior, and the results were astonishing. The findings revealed four different views about God. Some people said that God is a benevolent God. They said God is a benevolent God because he is highly involved in our lives. And when we fail, he's gracious enough to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Some said that he's a benevolent God. But then there were others who said that uh, he is not as benevolent to me, but I see him as an authoritarian God. In other words, they saw him as being highly involved in our lives, but he's an angry God. Because when we fail, he, he punishes us when we sin. And others saw God not as benevolent God or as an authoritarian God, but they saw him as a distant God. Their view of God was one who is distant and uninvolved and, 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 and could care less. When we fail or sin because he's distant and unconcerned. I said the report gets worse. Finally, others saw God as a critical God. These folks said that God uh, is distant and, and also uninvolved, but he's an angry God when we sin and he punishes us when we fail. And my brothers and sisters, I stop by to tell you, uh, the how you view God matters. I said how you view God matters. How you view God determines your level of trust in him. How you view God reveals your confidence in him. Because if you view God as distant, you won't trust him. If you view God as uninvolved and unconcerned, ah, you won't lean on him. If you view God as angry and punishing, you won't consult him. But if you view God as highly involved and one who forgives and one who is gracious towards you when you fail, you'll lean on him. Can I get a witness here? I said, can I get at least one witness here? There ought to be at least 20 people who ought to be able to testify that I can lean on that kind of God. Because I've messed up and he forgave me. I did wrong, but he brought me back. Yeah, you can, you can trust that kind of God. But how you see God determines how and when you trust him. Corrin Boone, the author and Holocaust survivor who hid Jews from arrest, deportation, and death uh, from the Nazis during World War II said, when a train goes through a tunnel, it gets dark. You don't throw away the ticket and jump off. You sit still and trust the engineer. Ooh, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody whose life has gotten dark. And you're traveling through the tunnel of financial difficulty. 
journeying through the tunnel of fractured relationships and friendships and, and you're going through the tunnel of broken dreams and broken promises and you're finding it hard to trust the engineer of your soul. But I come by to tell you, don't you throw away your ticket and jump off the train. But trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding because God is able. I said God is able, I tell you. Great is the Lord, I tell you. Who is like him? Who on earth can do and be all that he is? He is exceptional and beyond comparison and comprehension. Who can calm the sea? Science can't. Who can steal a raging storm? The meteorologist cannot. Them jokers can barely predict the weather right now. Who can take a life and uh, a broken and shattered life that seems hopeless and impossible and make it into something beautiful? The psychiatrist cannot. Only God can transform a life. Only God. I said only God can do that. I said only God can do that. I said only God to do that because God is able. We can trust him. We can trust him completely. The psalmist declared in Psalms 84 verse number 12, blessed is the man that trusts in thee. Solomon says, trust in the Lord. The word trust uh, used here in the Hebrew word uh, betak, which means to adhere to. It is a word uh, where we get the word glue from. In other words, Solomon said, is saying, stick to the Lord. <laughs> Y'all ain't feeling me right yet. I said, Solomon is telling us, stay with God. Solomon is telling us, stick with the Lord. But wait a minute, there's another usage of this word, which means to weld to something. My brothers and sisters, welding is a process where two pieces are fused together. Ah. Uh, by means of heat and pressure and become strong as one unit when the parts cool down. Oh, can I tell you why you ought to place your trust in the ableness of God when life gets heated and the pressure gets intense? God is using heat and pressure to make you strong with him. I said he's using heat and pressure to make you strong with him. And, the, and when you cool off, Lord have mercy, when you cool down, when your situation cools off, when the pressure lets up, you are better. You are stronger. You discover that with God, all things are possible. God uses heat and pressure to make you stronger. Solomon says, trust in the Lord. Stick with the Lord. Tack yourself to him. Unite yourself with God. When hurtful events come into your life and you can't see past the pain, put your trust in the Lord. Replace your unhealthy, distorted view with a healthy view of who God is. You ought to see God as the God who cannot change. You ought to see God as the all-powerful God. You ought to see God as the one who is everywhere and eternal. You ought to see God as loving and forgiving. You ought to see God as faithful and all-knowing. See God as the one who has a name that is above all names. 
when you trust in the Lord, your eyes, yes, are open to the ableness of God. You ought to encourage your neighbor and say, neighbor, trust God. And I'm discovering sometimes you have to encourage yourself and say, self, trust God. Trust God always. I come by to tell somebody that you can trust God because there is no failure in God. Can I get a witness here? The songwriter said there is in God, there is no failure. He would do whatever you ask him to. Just have faith and believe many blessings you will receive because there is no failure in God. No failure in God. Well, my brothers and sisters, if there is no failure in God, then where does failure come from? It's right here in the text. Can I prove it to you? If your car fails, the problem is under the hood. If your marriage fails, the problem is under the hood of the married couple. If your finances are failing, the problem is under the hood of your account. Yesterday it was reported that the second largest bank in America, Silicon Valley Bank, failed, uh, uh, making it the second largest bank failure in human history. The problem was under the hood of management. It was under the hood of decision making. And our text teaches us is that failure is assured whenever we exchange divine wisdom yeah, for human wisdom and human ways. Solomon says, do not lean on your own understanding. My brothers and sisters, here is why kings and queens, politicians and preachers, pastors, men and women, husbands and wives, boys and girls have faltered and fallen. It is our inability to trust God that has caused marriages to crumble and companies to collapse and churches to close. Don't lean to your own understanding. Lean into your own understanding are the words that Job's friend Bildad used in Job chapter number 8. Verses 14 and 15 to describe one who has leaned away from God. Bildad compares their leaning to placing one's trust in a spider's web. He says he leans on his own house, but it does not stand. He holds it fast, but it does not endure. Tell your neighbor, watch where you lean. Don't you lean in the wrong direction, but Trust in God and not in yourself. Can I get a witness here? I got to leave you now. But there is good news in the text. Bible says that if you stick with God, if you stay with God, if you trust in God in spite of your trials, God will guide you (laughs) to ultimate triumph. It's right here in the text. The Bible says that he will. Lord, have mercy. Did y'all hear that? He will. That is a definitive clause. That's a definite clause that he will direct your path. The word path in the text means road, journey, uh, uh, path. These are places we walk and travel towards. In other words, all of your journeys, wherever we go, Every decision and direction we take, God will be with us. The Lord never promised us that life would be easy. 
but he did promise to direct our path. Can I get a witness here? And can I shout to you this morning, if God promised to direct our path, that means that he promised to be with us every step of the way. God will lead us to a place of safety. That's the beauty of our covenant relationship with God. Ah, trusting God even when you don't understand. Trusting is the key, my brothers and sisters, to continuation. You see, because when I don't trust, I stop. And when I cease trusting, I cease moving. And when I cease moving, I'm no longer active. And when I'm no longer active, eventually I die. But trusting ensures continuation. Can I get a witness here? Trusting, my brothers and sisters, plugs us into the ableness of God. I've discovered that a light bulb has no power without a connection to a power source. A sailboat, Reggie, can go nowhere without the power of the wind. A stack of wood in a fireplace warms nobody without the power of a flame. And a child of God who does not trust in his God walks in limited power. You ought to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, plug in. Or you ought to say it like you mean and say, neighbor, plug in. You ought to just tell yourself, plug in. Because when you trust in God, you are plugging in. So trust God today and see if there's not a power surge in your soul. Plug in and watch God work in your life. If you plug in, he'll step in. If you plug in, he'll speak to your mind. If you plug in, he'll tell you which way to go. If you plug in, he'll be your healer. If you plug in, he will guide you to that job or to that career. I said, if you plug in, he will direct your path. If you plug in, watch God direct your path because we cannot experience his ableness if we are living in an era of self-rule. But when we cease trusting in ourselves and place our confidence in him, we can experience his power and his ableness. Won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? Somebody ought to shout, he is able. Able to do whatever you need him to do. Amen? Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Amen? Amen. And amen. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another uplifting and inspiring message by Pastor Hubbard and the staff of Life on the Ship. For more information about our church, go to connectingfellowship.org. We are Connecting Fellowship, connecting people to Christ, church, and community. Thank you again for listening. Have a great week, and God bless you.